0: Hello, hello. A little disclaimer. Me and my boy Kike have recorded a little quick one. although we had uh, talked about everything, but we did do Zoom and it sounded alright. It wasn't the best quality, but you know, I thought we got to put it out. It sounds good enough. But just in case, here it is. Um, but I'm gonna play you a little bit of West District Party Next Door. This is Office Party Pack. Hopefully, I'll enjoy this. Because it's a banger for me and it's the jam. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I try to play numb to shit like this. But I'm cool because this is in love. We all have obsessions. Cause when I'm on the road
0: Uh welcome to the Nothing Less podcast. I, I mean we could even you could even say this is the fucking Now or Never podcast. We could do it's a collab. I mean, I'm sure. That,
3: that that's exactly what it is. I've been trying yeah. to a lot of these man, but it's hard. It feels like uh, sliding into a girl's DMs or something trying to trying to get people to collab with like it's a <laughs> It feels like like you know you're always kind of walking a thin line cuz at any point they can stop replying. You can't comment on that cuz you're married or whatever. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be conservative, man. You gotta hit him with a little, a little dink and dunk. <laughs> you gotta Tom Brady it, bro, before you give him the the over the head.
3: Nah, no, dink and dunk like offense, man. Run the ball, the play action, maybe a quick slant,
0: something like that, and then be like, wait, when you have him in the box, a hey, over the top. Um, well, I'm your host, Alexis. Happy Tuesday, it's uh, afternoon time slash evening We got Kike from the Now or Never podcast He's the host of that podcast Also, he's got a, a Scare Tactics podcast I'm kidding, it's not Scare Tactics, but <laughs> I mean, y'all talk about some shit Did y'all drop a new episode? I haven't seen anything for that one Yeah,
3: there's a, there's a third episode
0: already I, ca- I cannot hear you, I'll be honest
3: You can't hear me? Hello, no. hello, hello
0: Yeah, there you go, there you go
3: Alright, uh, we're actually on our third episode already I'm actually probably going to start another one soon, but the the other one, the main one, our never podcast, Podcast, uh, follow us at now Pod. That one, we're on our 24th episode. We just said we put an episode up today. Uh, it's getting better every episode, I feel like. It's a grind, man. It feels like it gets kind of boring. I, I feel like every time I'm recording the podcast, I feel like it sounds like shit, and then uh, I'll be editing it, and I'm like, nah, it's not that bad. It's actually pretty good
4: yeah
0: <laughs> well i mean well i mean let tell the people i mean we recorded this before and it didn't go well for some reason right, my exactly. fucking side of it just didn't catch anything uh i literally we did this through zoom i did the convert and everything i followed all the youtube channels to do this shit and it didn't work like this li- I, I have this file for no fucking reason on my computer and so we we couldn't record i guess technically uh but we're here we are file. we have a, we are future proofing ourselves. Geek uh, is recording from his end, and I'm recording my end, Ghost. and I'm doing all that, um, so we can finally have this fucking collab go on, because <laughs> it's it's, t- it's taking too long. Um,
3: but I feel like yeah, we should give the, him a little. This um, is the OG. This is the OG podcast.
0: I was about to say, I was like, I was like, we gotta give him a little little throwback of uh the, the ideas. So ideally, we were we were gonna do a podcast, me and Kike, uh, but just scheduling wasn't working. We had Santi, our friend, our good pal. He was our, our third guy, but he he was just uh I don't know. Very He's,
3: inconsistent. But that's he, a, that was a lot of people that is just kind of having issues like committing to it at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that was also like like you said, with me and you, it was just scheduling issues. Like it just never never felt like we were free at the same time
0: yeah it was it was i mean it was tough on that um and but we have been thinking about this for a while like well i'll just say this i mean i feel there's a lot of podcasts that are coming out um and the J- the jbp the joe button podcast mentions it like there's like five hundred thousand podcasts every week like new podcasts so i mean we're i was me and Kiki have been thinking about it for like it seems like for a whole year um maybe even longer like maybe individually but I mean, we finally were like, "Fuck it." Geek is like, "I'm gonna do mine." I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do mine." So we both started our our own. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't. It never hurts to to talk to the old buddy. He's in Illinois. Is it Chicago? You're outside of Chicago, right?
3: Like, I could walk two blocks and I'm in Chicago, but it's it's called Evergreen Park. That's that's a little uh, suburb that I live in, the South Side.
0: Yeah. It'd be cool. We could we could do obviously like uh, like one on one like live here pause, but um you know it is what it is you know Zoom call it is.
3: No casting couch.
0: Hey, casting couch. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> I
3: know. I seen Tina and and David on that shit. <laughs> what is that, bro? Look
0: at that, bro? Oh. <laughs> hey, is it comfy,
3: mm-hmm. out bet it is man i'm never gonna sit on that
0: shit though it's honestly the cleanest couch ever
3: <laughs> i hope so man I, I you have to say that right
0: <laughs> no i mean i'm a, am I'm, I'm pretty much a married man i gotta clean up
3: i gotta do all this
0: oh. i gotta have it all nicely and set up sanitized covid
3: covid shout out to covid
0: <laughs> that's the reason <laughs> covid yeah uh we got it i mean like when they come in like or at least when they try when they try to come in you know um i i disinfect everything i have sanitizer you know we we clean around here bro all these blankets Good. that are here it's, it's we cozy
3: stay safe wear a mask go vote
0: facts <laughs> <laughs> um but obviously i i um, usually how this works, I mean, Kike talks about his... He puts out his episode first, so I know he's talked about most of these games. Um, I mean, he... I, I'm sure you're tired of week week eight already. Or was it week eight or week... No, week nine, I'm sorry. Week nine, yeah. But it was a good week. Honestly, it was a really good week. Um, I really liked most of the games because they're super competitive.
3: Gambling... Gambling-wise, this week sucked. Like, every... Like, it's just – as someone who – if you put money on these hands, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just so – felt like, all the, the locks, the seeming to be locks, just lost, like, or didn't cover. It was – this show was a mess. I'm glad I didn't gamble that much this weekend. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Like, I made it halfway through Sunday, and then I threw on the, the Steelers versus the Cowboys. They're, like, plus 13 or minus 13. The Steelers had to win by 13. And then uh the, I had the Bucks to win by like three and a half or something. And they got just smoked. yeah,
0: just to put it in perspective, uh, perspective. I think we all and everyone knows we all picked Pittsburgh to win by a lot, and we also picked Tampa to blow out the Saints. And I'm one of them because honestly, the way you're looking at it from an outside point of view, you thought the Saints offense can't move shit. Like it's a five yard dink and dunk Patriots offense in a sense, and Tom Brady. I mean. That's kind of ironic, right? You go to a fucking high-flying offense in Tampa, and then you add Antonio Brown. Um, they were putting up, I think, what, average 30, 32 points, and they literally had no touchdowns, three fucking points. The Saints put up 38. Could have been 45 if, if Jerry Cook doesn't fumble the ball. Uh, Drew Brees could have ended with five touchdowns.
3: Did you see that they, like, they, they benched Drew Brees? And then, like, they threw him back in there so he could throw a touchdown in front of Brady. Like, they they put Taysom Hill in for a while, and then, like, right when they were getting into the red zone, like, they put Drew Brees back in the game.
0: Well, well, somewhat. I mean, because Drew Brees was on the side. He was playing, like, they had him as as a wide receiver. Obviously, you know, he's not going to touch the ball, but, yeah. But did you see Famous Jameis throwing up the fucking dub?
3: The dub? Shout out to Jameis, man. I made a joke to Sam. Uh, He did his best Jameis impression, Tom Brady, and he he thought I was hating on on Brady, but he little does he know that I love Jameis. So
0: hey Jameis Winston, honestly, he if and it's it's true what Chris Collinsworth said. He said Taysom Hill is the weapon, and Jameis Winston is the backup. That's true, and that's what I've been saying. I was like, I was like, whenever fucking Drew Brees is ready to hang up the, the the cleats. We got a good quarterback because I feel like Sean Payton's going to make that guy into a monster.
3: Jameis is electric I mean. Like, honestly, just with, with the team, like, for example, like I was just talking about it, you know, I'm a Bears fan. If we had Jameis on the Bears right now, I sure would be electric. Like, I don't know what I would get from him. Like, even if he throws 30 interceptions, that's better than what I'm watching right now. Yeah, it's so, like... I don't know if you feel that way as a Saints fan too. Like, I, I saw the offense looking pretty bad. I haven't watched a lot of Saints football this year. I didn't even really
0: catch that Bucks game when they dropped all those points. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, it's like I said, I picked the the Bucks to blow them out because <laughs> I didn't think that offense could get it going against that defense. But uh, I mean, if if Monday night against the Giants, Bucks wise, I gave you indication of what to expect. It was um, the Giants found some holes in that fucking Tampa defense, and literally the Saints. Picked him apart. I mean, there was that wide open end zone touchdown to fucking Traquan Smith. Like, literally, there was no one around him for 15 yards. (laughs) And after that, you kind of knew this was going downhill. And then Tom Brady throwing an uh, ill-invised interception was fucking nuts. He was rolling to his right. Throws it cross body. Like what the fuck? Like this is not Madden. Like, like this is crazy, y'all. It was, it was uh, honestly it was one of the Aids, uh, most Aids uh, touchdown, uh, interception I ever seen Tom Brady throw in his life. Well, actually, maybe ever because that shit was her- like that was Mark Sanchez, Daniel Jones esque. I'm gonna be honest.
3: So you don't see that from Brady, bro. Ever.
0: Nah, it was it was pretty that was, bad. That was
3: that game was like an anomaly? Like I've never seen something like that. Like in the in what I did see. Like it just it didn't look right.
0: Yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, but yeah, uh, what Giga was uh, alluding to is uh, he had a very bad betting. He bet big. Well, he bet that the games were gonna be big blowouts and ended up being one was an opposite blowout and the other was the closest game you could have, which didn't make slick of sense. But turns out, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This has to do with anything. But four of the Steelers players uh, tested positive for COVID. Including Big Ben.
3: Oh yeah.
0: I don't know if that does anything for you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So now, if uh, if you're betting this Steelers, week, you know what the fuck.
3: The Steelers are my pick to win the the North, man. Like that kind of puts a.
0: Yeah, I don't know I'm who the s- other three are.
3: Sets it back a little bit.
0: Yeah, it kind of it kind of makes. And then and I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, there's a chance he he. Oh my bad. Um, I don't know if it's the. I don't think those... Well, he might go negative, kind of like Matthew Stafford, because Matthew Stafford was positive throughout the week, and then he negative uh, during the weekend, and he was good for Sunday. I mean, it didn't matter, right? Because uh, Davin Cook still ran for 200-plus yards, or scrimmage yards in total. Like, that's a fucking dog. It's
3: crazy because it's happened twice to Stafford already, where he tested positive, and it was a, it was a dud.
0: Dude, fucking time about that, I... Like, my weekend was straight cancer. It was like, um, uh, like I well, I was working and it was busy. Um, for people that don't know, I work as a like in a night dispatcher for like a trailer company, like import export. Um, and it was busy. Like a lot of fucking freight was coming through, but like people were g- getting positive left and right. It was like a shootout, you know, like, <laughs> and I was like, "No, this is crazy." I was like. I got tested, it came out negative. I was like, "Fuck!" But I told the guys because I was they. I told them I was like, "We're not gonna do live uh, shows until like um, um, or live recordings, I should say, until fucking everything chills out." Yeah, but yeah, it's the
3: best. It's crazy because I do work in transportation like that too. But as far as I know, nobody's tested positive, And I think if somebody does, they just won't tell us. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Well, I mean let's let's get into the the whole uh whole week 9 in uh in a nice summary for Kika since I know you've talked about it but what did you think about week 9? I thought it was one of the better weeks of the year um for the season. I thought a lot of teams looked really good and a lot of teams uh well, I'll say this. I know the one that we recorded and I, I mentioned it and I feel like this is paying off like it's kind of proving my point. The NFL right now it's at its most balanced you have a lot of really good teams and
3: and and all the best teams look beatable like yeah. e- even the chiefs this week almost lost to the panthers like and the panthers are just a team that scraps you feel me so like it's like anybody could could do it
0: yeah exactly and i think um if you look at it from top to bottom and I said it as well, the AFC is loaded. And I think a lot of, like how you mentioned, like how the Chiefs are beatable. I think a lot of those six to seven seeds that are going in, they might be like a 10 and six Browns or something like that. Um, or 11 and five or something around those lines of Miami Dolphins team could go into Kansas City and give them a fucking problem. Uh, will they win? You, know, I mean, it, it all depends. You know, it's all matchups based. But honestly, this week really showed that. And also, I mean, if you want to put in uh, even more perspective, it's just resiliency on the, the good teams, like the Chiefs, you know? Playing the scrappy Panthers team, they fucking pulled that one out. Patrick Mahomes, uh, and I was seeing it throughout all the, the sports networks. It's like, it's true, we're taking we're taking Patrick Mahomes for granted. This motherfucker is putting up, like, crazy numbers, and we're not even talking about him for MVP. Uh, yeah,
3: it's funny, because I just mentioned that on my podcast, like, this, we we mentioned it before that it, it's like it feels like Russell Wilson had the MVP locked up already, like through eight weeks.
0: He had the first now, half.
3: Yeah, 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 and now with with what happened against the Bills and like you know Mahomes just is on a roll. Like it just seems like this guy's not gonna stop. And well, he's throwing like twenty some touchdowns two interceptions.
0: Yeah, he he has Aaron Rodgers just, numbers.
3: Something crazy like I just think uh if if the Chiefs don't lose another game, how is this guy not the MVP?
0: Exactly, but here's maybe a take for you: if the Dolphins make the playoffs, this is I'm Mahomes MVP for sure. I was Coach thinking about year. this though. Do you give Andy Reid the the Coach of the Year if they go undefeated into the playoffs, or do you give it a Brian Flores for making the Dolphins? Um, if the, the Dolphins
3: do something crazy, like win ten, eleven games, do you give it to him? I think it, I don't think there's a doubt that he takes it. Yeah, especially with the rookie quarterback, like, uh, and he's been he's been someone who's been getting a lot of respect in the league for a couple of years now, even though the Dolphins haven't been as productive as they'd like to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, know I think it's just it's kind of his to lose to me honestly if if he if he ends the season pretty good like even if the chiefs went out like i still think because they have the mvp of the league on the team so i don't know if that makes Andy Reid read the coach of the year yeah you know so yeah
0: i think uh a good matchup that i think is coming up in the next couple weeks i think if i'm not mistaken the bucks have the the chiefs in like week 11 something like that
3: yeah Sam's so really excited for that. Or game. not week
0: 11, I'm sorry, because we're in week 3 and being week 10. So maybe like week 12, week 13, somewhere on those lines. Um, but so even Tom Brady was in the MVP watch because throughout these, like winning, I think they won, what, four in a row, somewhere around those? And he was playing really good. Uh, Russell, I mean, he, he two out of three, he's been playing pretty bad. But it's, I mean, we'll get into that game, the Bills-Seahawks game, because it was one of the marquee games of the week. And that game, I mean, it played out the way I thought it would which was it was going to be pass heavy. Um both of the teams don't have much of a rushing attack and more especially cuz I mean injuries on maybe like the Seahawks side and maybe I think Bills cuz they don't have the best soul line. But it was a shootout from from that side. But Russell Wilson, I guess in the MVP talk, he, he's he's over he's overdoing it, but it's not his fault, you know? Like he has to put, well, he has to throw the ball a little more, high, uh, in more tighter pockets.
3: Honestly, the Seahawks kind of suck. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's just facts. Like, and it's just Russell Wilson. And I think that's what makes him the MVP of the league. Like he, he literally puts that team on the back. The defense is trash. Like they have a little bit of a pass rush. They're okay against the run, but everything else is just garbage. Like, and, and they have weapons at receivers.
0: But Russell Wilson is making the most out of those weapons. Like, yeah. Well, the offense to me, like if we're going off passing, I think it's top 10. I don't know how much top five, um, but I mean, it becomes like they're one dimensional for the fact that they don't have a rush game. Because Chris Carson's out, and right now I think they're playing on their third string to fourth string backs. Like, that's nuts. So Which is
3: crazy when you think about the Seahawks because 'cause they're usually a very run dominant team,
0: yeah um is this do you think where let Russ cook uh took its opposite toll on like on the Seahawks? You let him but cook, think, and this happens.
3: No, I just think like I said, the team's just not that good. I mean he can only do so much. he's amazing that's. That's all I gotta say about Russell Wilson. Like, dude's a man.
0: Who's your MVP votes? Like, who who are you putting your votes on right now? Patrick Mahomes?
3: Uh, right now, I think it still goes to Russell Wilson, even after this game. Um, unless they just go on like a crazy slide for whatever reason, which I don't really see happening. I I still think it's Russell Wilson. But we also gotta stop that narrative of uh, he hasn't gotten an MVP vote any year like duh like you saw what Lamar Jackson did last year like you saw Patrick Mahomes did two years ago like of course now fucking heavy people like that that's always wild to me that the media tries to push that so crazy
4: yeah
0: well it's because it's just he's a consistent player that's what kind of triggers that uh who's your dark horse
3: my dark horse Mm. Josh Allen I mean, I was I was running hard for Josh Allen. Pause at the beginning of the season. Uh, Same here. Yeah, I was I was really I was hyped for him, man. And I don't know, it, he's had a few iffy weeks, but we saw against the Seahawks, it just seemed like they decided that you know what, they can't run the ball against the Seahawks, so we're just gonna throw every play, and he cooked. He did his thing.
0: Yeah, so we're we're in agreement, right? Like dark horse would be Josh.
3: Yeah, I I really like Josh Allen. I think he's a player.
0: Yeah. Well, we could get into the the the, the game we've been talking about pretty much for five fucking minutes. Man, <laughs> it pretty much uh the Bills Seahawks game. It was a clo- it was a it was a close game as far as the numbers show, but in reality, it was the Bills were dominating most of the game. Probably if you look, points. yeah, statistically, I mean, they were pretty even, but if you looked at the game. The Bills actually played with defense. They had a de- uh, pretty decent defense. Uh, they held they held Russell Wilson into uh, the pocket a little too long, and then he would uh, he threw a couple really erratic picks. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Josh Allen played out of his mind. I felt 30. He went 31 for 38, threw four. Let me see. 386 yards passing. He had three touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown. Most of his receivers went off. Stephon Diggs, as, as he's been playing most of the year, uh, he went for he went for a hundred, no touchdown. But John Brown as well. But I think the key point is what you've been hitting on pretty much throughout these last five minutes is the lack of Seahawks defense. You know, you expect you you need Jamal Adams to fucking ru- uh, uh pass rush from the safety position when you would at least hope with Carlos Dunlap being there, you get a little more pressure. If you, I mean again, if we're going off literally just numbers, that pass rush was crazy, seven sacks. Okay, but you don't you didn't see that because what Buffalo did was like we're not gonna run the ball at all. We're literally gonna pass it down your fucking face and see what you can do. But everyone knows um, the Seahawks don't have a, a good cornerbacks to safety. Only Jamal Adams, but everyone else is trash. Honestly
3: um yeah it's like they have a couple of solid pass rushers uh bobby wagner and jamal
0: they gotta send extra bodies to get there that's what it comes down to instead of like having a four-man front kind of like i guess the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh could send you solid four to five and they'll be good and they'll get there most of the time but that game i mean you kind of saw the bills come back after having a sloppy three games uh in a row you know after Tennessee put in that fucking work and then they played against Kansas City and then they even last week they they played a pretty okay game nothing too crazy but against the Seahawks with coming in with a good record they they put in they put in a lot of uh, good work and Josh Allen is kind of he he's coming back up until that uh, MVP talk at least. Or even a he might be comeback player of the year. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he 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 played okay last year, but I feel like maybe I'll put him in there. I
3: never I never know how that works. Yeah, I like mean they either. they have to give it to Alex Smith, right? Because he started a couple. Yeah,
0: games. could be.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that yeah talk about that though, like Washington though, like totally off tangent, but uh, Washington is so jinxed with quarterbacks. It's fucking nuts. Literally. Yeah,
3: because Kyle Allen got had like the same injury that. Alex Smith did right Or something like
0: that I didn't I didn't watch the game I didn't see it but. It was pretty
3: bad He's out for the year Oh yeah I figured
0: But then like Just jolt Theismann Like and, and the fact is like th- That's three Washington quarterbacks That could have had Devastating Well like If Alex Smith would have had That injury in the 80s or 90s He's out for His career's over Cal Island the same way But thank You know Thank God for fucking Doctors this time around Um And they fixed Alex Smith And he's good to, Good to go Uh but, going back to the Bill Seahawks game, I think a lot of, a lot of our issues with the Seahawks defense um, came out because Russell Wilson, as much of a fucking killer he is, he just doesn't have enough help from the defense. As much as DK Metcalf could be mini Megatron or whatever, Tyler Lockett this and all that, they, they need to stop that uh, uh, the opposing offense and that, that they could not. What did you think about that game, Geeker?
3: The game as a whole, like the Nah, bro. We're still talking about the Seahawks and Bills. Yeah, just I'll give lie. him a little, I'm little quick, worried. quick I'm sentence. I was shocked, honestly. Like I, I didn't expect the Bills to dominate like that. It's yeah, like I, I really thought the I thought that was going to be a much closer game. And even though it was like a 10-point game at the end of it, it was much worse than that. So,
4: Yeah, at
0: one point it was like 24-7 to 7 or something like that.
3: So I'm crazy. Something yeah. I was not expecting going into Sunday.
0: But, yeah, that game was good. Um, it was a good high-scoring game throughout. But if you looked at the landscape of the NFL, most of these games were pretty competitive. Um uh, Except for like maybe you'd say maybe the Packers, the Packers uh, Niners and the Saints Bucks. And we'll get into that one as well in a little short breakdown of the scoreboard. But, you know, the Saints go Saints, you know, I mean, I'm a Saints fan. I was happy, but I picked them to fucking get blown out. <laughs> so I was quite was surprised the that they made the it happen.
1: Well.
0: And, you know, Geek is a Bears fan and he, you know, he was telling me. You know, sending me all these uh text messages when they're five and two, five and one, and it's coming into fruition that I picked them to only win five games.
3: Do I wouldn't be shocked if they only won five games. Just throw that out there. Do you the think so all right,
0: you, I'm gonna ask you a question? Do you think in a couple weeks, if they're like eight and five I mean five and eight, is Matt Nagy fired? Like middle of the season? Or the, almost uh,
3: right now officially in in Chicago, you know some of the sports, uh, you know media personalities have already been calling for his head, so that officially puts him on the hot seat. Once the media puts that narrative out there, it's it's kind of you're on thin ice, right? Especially in a like a sports town like Chicago. Uh, once you once those guys turn against you, it's it's hard to to come back from that. Um, I like Nagy as a as a head coach as a culture setter. I've said this before. Um, it's just his play calling is horrendous, and he needs to give up the the fucking Denny sheet that he has uh, that he calls play with, and I like to call it a Denny sheet because in my mind the way that I think about it is he he tries to do too much, right? So like when you go to Denny's, they have everything. Like you could order a burger at Denny's, you could order pancakes at Denny's. you could probably get some tacos at Denny's. like not everything's gonna be great, but you could get anything. And I feel that's how I feel about his play calling. Yeah. Like it's just like he it's just a mixed bag of shit. And and he tries to mix it together and it just does not work. Like some they need to take his play sheet away because I like what he's done with the culture there of the Bears. But the it's just, the the one constant all these years that the, the offense has been struggling under him has been his play calling. Yeah. Every other issue has been in and out, you know. Uh, quarterback play, you know, Trubisky had some solid runs there here and there. Uh, The run game was there before. I mean, that's kind of an excuse was the excuse last year, but they had Jordan Howard at some point. Like the constant was always the the play call. was always something wrong with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you also think they should go back to Mitch? No. I know we, I asked you that question last time, but I'm asking you uh,
3: once, once we're out of it, like, if we get to the point where we're 5-8, and eight, throw Midge back in. But but right now, like, I think you have to ride it out with Nick because you gave him a draft pick and you're paying this dude, I think, $40 million over over the, these two years. So you have to – at that point, if, if you're winning games, you have to stick with Nick. But if it comes down to the last few games and, you know, Nick Foles is playing like shit still to that day – uh you got to give Mitch a chance. He wasted a second-round pick on him. I know we've given him a few years, but maybe benching him lights a little spark under him. Who knows? I mean, he'll be playing for a job next year, so.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. That that I've never seen a team with a fucking good record just like have so much turmoil amongst them.
3: Well, it was uh, a fake record. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> I said it, too. I thought I but thought it, it made,
3: a, but it was that record. That's all I was saying. Like, it, there's room for improvement, but we're we're in a good spot right now. And I, I'm optimistic about that. I saw yeah. flashes, but uh, that flashes of time, bro, that shit was gone.
0: Well, it's like how Nick Foles, uh, and they they brought it up a good point. After I think they, I don't know who they beat when they became like when they got their fifth when Nick Foles was talking like if they're making a comeback to get like up to five hundred. You know, talking to talking to the media like I'm gonna bring them back into maybe like eight and eight or something like that, but they're a five and one or five and two at that point. You don't expect a quarterback to talk to to the media in that sense. And
3: Nick Foles says a lot of things wrong.
0: Yeah, that, <laughs> he's a funny guy, <laughs> but I've always said I was like, this guy is a backup quarterback. You don't you don't run your offense around this guy. Even when he was in Philly, even when he was in LA or St. Louis at that time, um, and I think he even did a stint in Kansas City. I don't know. I'm mean, as a backup. I don't know. Yeah, I,
3: I actually uh, I saw him during the preseason one year. They played the Bears, and uh, Alex Smith was a starter, but Nick Foles came in as the backup. So I have seen Nick Foles play at Soldier Field before.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's been in, he's been around the league for a reason, you know um so
3: the, the thing f- the thing about nick Foles is like you said he is a cook if you look at all the times that nick Foles has been successful it's been in kind of this free form offense where he's allowed to make decisions on the fly like it's it, if he's just playing football he he can ball out which is kind of the, the job of a backup quarterback right like you come into the game Nobody's really expecting anything of you. You just gotta go and try to ball out as as much as you can. Yeah, that's your ability. And with Nick Foles, I think it's that kind of situation where he's definitely more talented than your average backup. But in order for him to be successful, it has to be like you know they ran a lot of RPOs in Philadelphia when he was there. They ran a lot of gimmicky offense, the Philly special shit like that. Like that's what fits him the best. You can't really have him running. You, you sound a little low. Up. You
0: sound a little low. Can you hear me? Yeah, he's, yeah, cause you sounded like really far.
3: Okay, well, you, you, uh.
0: <laughs> now you gotta, you gotta angle, ang- angle out. Uh, nah, I don't know. I, I mean, I could <laughs> is it a cardio? What kind of mic is that? A cardio? Like, What is I it, it setting I'm on? on I don't know. Uh, does it take off from the top? Does it take? off?
3: Yeah, like I could grab it. Well,
0: yeah, like mine, uh, if the, if the brand isn't like facing in some way, that's where the, where you speak to, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, cause like you, you could be in a spot right now and then I could barely hear you. I'll be honest.
3: Like, is it good right
0: here? Yeah. I can hear you there.
3: Okay. I'll just be right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so, like, sucks. He's a backup <laughs> quarterback.
0: Yeah, um, talking about quarterback changes, we had one of the big games, game of the year. I would like to think Miami versus Arizona, Kyler versus Tua That game was fucking high, high powered. It was a, uh, it was fucking. It was a great game, yo. And the fact that um, they had there was the B the B game because the A game was Pittsburgh versus Dallas. Um, and this was the fucking. It was another three o'clock game. Wow, I mean, Miami five and three, Arizona five and three. You really, you weren't sure if you're gonna ever get that ever. Um, you will see these uh, teams play uh, four years from now, but Arizona laid an egg, I felt, or or what do you think? Do you think Miami outplayed them, or do you think Arizona just like let that game slide? What do you think?
3: I'm be honest, I don't really watch this game, but I did hear Arizona kind of blew it at the end, right? Yeah. Like there was some kind of situation that they messed up, or the coach messed
0: up, or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, like they missed the field goal, but the field goal, like usually, usually, if you miss, it was like a fifty, might have been a fifty yarder, somewhere around those lines. And the 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 Zang Gonzalez is a really good kicker, and he 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 missed it, but by short, like he barely even like it was like barely even a uh, miss, oh, which is kind of yeah. weird. Like it was down the middle, but he didn't it didn't make it.
3: Didn't have the distance.
0: Yeah, there was no distance there. Tua played great. He looked awesome. Uh, Kyler Murray looked fucking crazy. But, I mean, it goes back to what everyone's been talking about. and in, And in some ways, the defense. The defense, um, the defense for the Cardinals is, um, it's good. Like, as far as, um, excuse me, name power. But they give up some fucking plays. Uh, and... If you looked at it, I mean, Tua in the fourth quarter looked great. He was he was putting that well, Alabama. He was always known for accuracy, and he was putting that fucking ball on a rope. It was super clean. And the pocket for what it was, I mean, that O line's not the best, but it kept him clean for most of the game. And to well, be honest, like I mean, they do a
3: good job of uh, they do a good job of moving the pocket for Tua. Yeah, like, uh, it was it they, was a they, simple they, offense. They, they tailor the play call to, like, his abilities, and I uh-huh. like that because when you have an offensive line that isn't the best, that is kind of what you have to do. Like, get them into space, let them make plays, like, make quick decisions.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and Kyler's also one of those that uh, you could put in the MVP discussion in some ways because just, I mean, just throw his name out. I don't think you could really consider him, but he's been playing. He balled out, too, because he went for 21 for 26 for three touchdowns. You know, he almost threw for 300 yards. Um he also ran for a hundred and a rushing touchdown. Fucking guy's a dog. Um but it just comes back to, I mean, can your defense hold up, you know? And in in Miami's case, they did. They held they held Arizona to a field goal that they missed to tie the game. My and Miami, I mean, in the fourth quarter when they needed points, they put up ten. So I guess I'll ask you a far fetched question, but Who do you think is going to have the better career in the next five years? Kyler or Tua?
3: Between those two? Oh, that's a tough one.
0: Five years from now?
3: That's a tough one. I worry about Tua's health. That's still something that lingers on my mind. Uh, And I was really high on Kyler Murray going into the season. So for that reason alone, I think I'm gonna to have to go with Kyler. Like, if I had to pick a guy to start my franchise with, like, I, I I'm picking Kyler.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going,
3: some things, man. Like, he he's he's elusive, like Lamar, but he's got a, a little bit more accurate of a ball. I feel like than Lamar. That's oh no, I opinion. think
0: way, I think I think you're understating it. I think he has a way more accurate ball than Lamar. The thing with Kyler is that he has uh Russell Wilson. Nice. He's a baseball player. Yeah. He throws that bitch on a rope like it uh, has good power and the thing with him you're not you're not worried about his passing you know with Lamar it's still the question but yeah with I, I agree Kyler Murray I think he's going to be the guy um I just Arizona has a good front office I think they they do a lot of good decisions uh Miami seems like they're 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 doing good for that type of thing and I think they also they're going to get Houston's top ten pick, top five pick this year. yeah. And it seems like Houston might lay an egg this year. So, I mean, Miami at one point is going to be either the king of the east. And, you know, and two is going to be fucking running through that shit. Or, or I mean, at least you'd, you'd hope. Or, I mean, it might go left. I don't know. Because Brian Flores, I mean, I feel like these fucking coaches, that like Bill Belichick disciples, they usually have like a one good season. And then... You, you give them that fucking potential level like it's up here and then they sink like the next year, the next three years. Kind of like a Matt Patricia. I felt like when he was in the, like the first year, I thought the potential was high for him. Uh, Josh McDaniels, same shit. Um, But at least the Miami front office seems like they're doing something, right? Uh, yeah, but, usually,
3: yeah, like usually coaches from that Belichick coaching tree, I feel like, don't really pan out. But Brian Flores looks like that dude.
0: Yeah, he's cut from a different cloth. I feel.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: But I mean, other than that, I think, uh, Tua's health. Even though I mean, it's already been a man, you know, uh, the, you still got to think about the hip. And Kyler Murray never, never. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard him have a major injury. And he doesn't let himself get hit crazy. I think the only time I saw him get hit was actually this last game, or yeah, I guess the Dolphins. Uh, he was running for the first, and Byron Jones angled it perfectly and rocked him, yo. And he stopped him for fourth down. So it was, and he took a hit. He kind of looked like he was a little shook in, like, uh, getting up. But that was a good game. I think it was game of the year for sure, uh, or nominee because that game is gonna be awesome. Um, but how did
3: it, uh how did Texas A and M let Kyler Murray get away?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't Kyle, know. Man.
3: Kyle Allen took a spot, right? Say that again. Kyle Allen took a spot, right?
0: I think so. I think that's crazy. I mean, wouldn't you want to leave for Oklahoma? Oklahoma is such a fucking crazy offense. You usually have like one of the best receiver cores in the league. I mean, in the in the conference and the the college football.
3: I get that, but how do you let him leave? Like this, is, this who came in after Manziel to to take over that? Like I remember his. He was so hyped up going into that season. Mm-hmm. And then he started going off. I think he was like, for the first few weeks, they were talking Heisman for this dude. And I think he kind of fell off towards the end. But like, how do you let that guy slip? Like, it, it's crazy to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's talented. And he's more, I think he's way more talented than Baker. Um, it's like they have similar attributes. But it's like you look at Kyler and his, his attribute level is just fucking like A-plus throughout most of it.
3: We're talking and, college, right?
0: I'm talking now, too. Oh, Baker sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Uh, well, that's uh. Do you think they make the playoffs? The Browns, just like a quick, quick question.
3: Uh, yes. Okay. I
0: All right. Um, as we look at the playoffs now, I think most of these teams, kind of like the NFC North, might have three teams going in, and I think maybe the NFC West. Um, if who's who's impressed you through through nine weeks what team other than maybe i guess the more uh easy answer which would be the chiefs because there's a lot of teams that have been playing pretty good ball and a lot of surprising teams coming out of maybe the both conferences for me this is i mean the bills this is back-to-back years where they go six and two seven and two um the seahawks similarly um, the Ravens as well, so I don't really want to mention them because, and then also those teams have had skids, you know, like they've looked, they've looked, uh, they've looked the part, and then also not looked the part. One team as well that was, if they would have beat the the Ravens, was the Colts that I would think would have put them in that conversation, but then you come back to it's Phillip Rivers, you know, Philip Rivers tends to lose those type of games when you need them, but I'm gonna give you a, a team real quick that I think is that. The Raiders. I think...
3: Five and three Raiders. Yeah, I think...
0: The- I think for them, I think you, you expected it. But then you're like, that's nah, the Raiders. You're not sure. But they've looked good. And I think... I think something that's coming into uh, effect with them is their defense is getting a little bit better and a little bit healthier. Um, They had a big... They, the, they closed out the Chargers game with a big uh, defensive play. The cornerback, Isaiah Johnson, made it happen. Twice. And I mean, I I heard John Gruden gave gave the game ball to the two defensive players. So That's cool But five and three you're behind the chiefs and I, I think their schedule gets a little easier throughout these next four games So there's a there's a chance they they might go into the playoffs That well, you know, you never know with the Raiders, you know, they could easily go eight and eight We don't know but I think they, there's a chance they go into the playoffs maybe uh, 11 and 5 10 and 6 12 and 4 and Maybe they the next time they play the Chiefs, maybe they win again. And now they sweep them. Now they have an advantage. I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's crazy to think, right? Raiders are one of those teams that uh they're hot and cold. But when they're when they're hot, they're hot, and they've been hot for a lot of this season. And they they've shown out a few games. They they've definitely surprised me. Their cards playing out of mine. Um. Josh Jacobs, that was the Bears' draft pick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let him know, right? Like, but he's pretty good, man. I like Josh Jacobs; he's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that I think that they're one of the teams to look out for, and at least in the AFC, Um and maybe even I think for the AFC that would be them. And the <laughs> NFC, I still I'm still going with um. I'm still going with the Cardinals. Cause I think if the Cardinals match out with anyone in the playoffs, I think it's gonna be a problem. Cause it's just Kyler Murray and D hop, and that's all you need. But when they start getting Christian Kirk in, which I've been saying could be a big thing, and this past week, uh Christian Kirk was getting the ball pretty, pretty effectively. I think the Cardinals can make shit happen. They could be kind of like how the Titans were, they were that where they went into the playoffs. And you kind of know they're a problem, but you're not sure how much. And they can start fucking beating people left and right. And, yeah, I mean, I just think Kyle Murray, he doesn't give up the ball too much. He's not so sloppy with it. And um, if that defense could just fucking play, like, what? Bend, not break for most most of the game shit. I think they can make it happen.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. I really like the Titans. They're a team that kind of surprised me. I know they went to the AFC championship game last year, but. They went um, into surprising. In, yeah, like I, I felt like coming into this season, I wasn't expecting much out of them. And then they came out like undefeated and then they got hit with COVID. And then they came out from that little break and just picked up right from where they left off. It's just crazy to think that like they just, they had to take like two weeks off and everybody else just seems like they just keep going on.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, it's something that I thought about. I feel like uh, I feel like that was something that the NFL learned from. That they were like, yeah, we could probably still play these games even if these guys test. Because it's just weird that they had to miss all that time and everyone else just seems full full sense. Like, oh, you tested positive? You're out of here. Yeah. But, yeah, once they came back off of that COVID break and they just dominated. I forgot, what was it the Bills that they played?
0: they and slaughtered they just tore, the bills
3: tore them up i was shocked by that i Everyone thought you know was. a lot of these guys are out with covid like the bills you know mvp watch josh allen like it was it was shocking to see that that was a that was like a tuesday game right yeah yeah That was pretty bad That was a good time
0: so who's your nfc uh, scary team
3: um the giants the Giants yeah, Giants? yeah. They could win
0: the they could win the division. Don't be scared. Say it.
3: They could win the division. Um they're
0: second place. With two I, wins.
3: I still think, I think nobody wants to see the Bears. That's me. I I think uh as as a Bears fan, you know, non biased of course. Um I think that's one of the best defenses I've ever seen that they have right now. And it's crazy to think that even like Eddie Goldman opted out before the season that's our big nose tackle that like the I anchor that defense. He's a, he's yeah amazing. and he and he hasn't played all season and the defense is still amazing like we got a rookie corner out there that he started off a little shaky but he's been he's been coming into his own like Derrick Henry last week uh had like 60 yards total and like half of those were on one play
0: yeah i saw that one
3: other than that one play he was averaging like 2 yards a carry yeah and, you know, they, they, it just feels like they go in three and out. Bears' offense goes in three and out. Defense goes in three and out. Like, it, and then it, obviously the, the defense lets some things slip. But if, the, if they're getting any help from the offense, there's no doubt in my mind, statistically, they'd be the be best defense by far.
0: But see, you're, you're hitting it on that part, but where's the offense? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are they going to pr- produce I think, that?
3: I think the offense can, you know, if, if they, uh, get to a point because the rest of the teams that they played throughout the season, the defenses are trash. Like it's pretty much all division games and the Jaguars and the Texans. So the defenses for the rest of the season, the Bears can do enough offensively. I feel like to win some of these games. So if they're mm-hmm. able to make it into the playoffs, I just think once you get into the playoff atmosphere and who knows, man? Maybe we get some some of that big nick energy coming into going into it. Like, you know, maybe they get something together, offensive line gets healthy, they start playing a little more. Because that's really the biggest issue with the Bears right now is their offensive line. Play yeah. calling. But like, yeah, like versus the Titans, they had a guy starting at left guard who did not belong in the league. And they had a center who they who was a left guard who they refused to play at left guard, but out of necessity, we're playing at center. And that show was just a mess. All the line was either injured or tested positive for COVID. Um, but, yeah, I think if if they can make it into the playoffs, which there's seven teams this year, and the NFC is a little weaker than the AFC, than like we said. Like, if they can somehow find a way to get in. I don't think anybody would want to play them, bro. Like, I just think that defense is scary.
0: I got you. I got you. All right. Now, hey, your case has been dismissed. Fuck the Bears! <laughs> I don't yeah, need to hear this shit. <laughs> um, no, I honestly we're in agreement that defense is great, but I think I think you're giving the the Bears fans that do this into uh, this too much. Optimism. No, the
3: Bears the Bears suck. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, the Bears suck. I, I'm just saying, like, if we're talking team that surprised me this year, it's it's definitely the Bears. Other than the obviously the offense, it's more of the same offensively, right? But I just think, yeah, like I said, going into the playoffs, they might be a team that to, to watch out for.
0: Yeah, it could be. They're five and four, but hey, you know, they're playing a scary Vikings defense. I mean, scary Vikings team on Monday night.
3: I'm never too worried about the Vikings, but I do worry about the Bears. With for some reason, it feels like whenever we get more time to prepare for games, yeah, we lose those the worst. Like so, every time it's a Monday night game. Every time we play Sunday night, or it's a three o'clock game. Like I feel like though we have. Nagy probably has the worst record ever when it comes to those games.
0: Yeah, could be.
3: Which is crazy to think, but yeah, those those games always worry me. So, but I, I've never been afraid of the Vikings. I feel like they've always been our little brother in the division. Even when we sucked, I felt like we had a handle on them.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, because I, I didn't go over it throughout the whole pod, I'm gonna just give you a little break, a little scoreboard of how week week nine went. The Niners started off uh game destroyed against the Packers uh Thursday night. Uh, Broncos and the Falcons. The Falcons are three out of four with Raheem Moore as co uh, as a coach, interim coach. They won 34-27 against uh the uh, like I just said the Broncos. The Bills, they won 44-34 against the Seahawks. Both teams have two losses, but the Bills have seven wins and the Seahawks have six. The Ravens and the Colts played a defensive matchup. Uh, Phillip Rivers did Phillip Rivers things to lose the game. The Ravens did enough to win. Uh, it was a second-half game more than anything. It was very slow for the first half. The Texans picked up their second win against the Jaguars. The Jaguars are now 1-7. The Texans are 2-6. and six.
3: Yeah. Hey, you saw that spin move by Jacob Luton? That shit I, was fire.
0: I did not actually. You no, know,
3: uh, so so this dude six round pick starting the game because was out. He took the job from. Uh, oh, yeah, I did, with, I did, yeah,
0: yeah. It was in the second. It was a fourth quarter, right? It
3: mm-hmm. was like the last play of the game. Like they didn't end up getting the two point conversion to tie it up at the end. Um, but yeah, this dude came and he took Mike Glennon's to spot. Fuck Mike Glennon and worst best quarterback <laughs> of all time. You keep going.
0: <laughs> Damn. Um. Well then we had mentioned it uh, slightly, but the Chiefs played a really good Panthers team or a really uh you know, streaky on shout things out, sometimes.
3: Shout out to Christian the game. McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, AJ McCaffrey I mean AJ. Uh Christian McCaffrey's out again. He's at, he's gonna have a shoulder issue this time around. But 31 oh, yeah. 33, I see that. Uh the Chiefs look pretty good. Patrick Mahomes is up for MVP discussion again. You know, we just forget to mention it sometimes. We have the Vikings that have won two in a row against the Lions game. Uh, Lions team that I, we thought, or at least I thought they were going to at least win seven games. That still can happen, but hey. But the Vikings with this win bring themselves back into the NFC North. So, you know, a key game to watch next week is the Vikings-Bears for Monday night. Uh, Kiki doesn't want to really put emphasis on him, but hey, I don't know. If the if the, if the Bears lose they're 5-5 five and, five and the Vikings are 4-5 it becomes interesting. Yeah, and
3: no. then We go into the bye week and we play the Packers right after, and I'm gonna be a very sad man if that's the (laughs) situation we're going into.
0: Yeah, especially
3: like like I said, it feels like when we get more time to prepare, we lose those games. So I think if you give them two weeks, there's no doubt like the Packers are (laughs) a (laughs) lock.
0: Um, a key thing for the Vikings Bears game, excuse me. Um, Dalvin Cook back to back games of over 200 yard scrimmage, uh, so scrimmage yards, I should say. So something to watch. Can the Bears top five did, defense you make saw, it happen?
3: You saw we did it, Derrick Henry. That's all I gotta say.
0: All right, we'll say. Well, you're right. You're right. The, talking about the Bears, the Bears played the Titans, and the Titans uh won twenty four to seventeen. The Titans are six and two. The Bears are five and four. The game was pretty slow. It wasn't the best. Uh, AJ Brown for fantasy uh, put up uh, ninety five yards in a touchdown for me, and then went cold turkey. And as I mentioned, eh, the Giants and the football team, Washington football team, both of them two wins. Uh, The Giants uh, have seven losses, though. But the Giants are in second place, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFC East. It's pretty whack, but to think they still have a shot. Just to keep an eye on that. The Raiders are 5-3. They beat the Chargers in the first ever matchup, Las Vegas versus Los Angeles. 31-26. The Raiders looking pretty good. Derek Carr is playing pretty solid. Defense is getting healthy. Darren Waller, top three tight end in the league. Yeah, you never know. Nelson Aguilar is actually playing pretty decent. Who would have thought? It's
3: crazy, right? You're not dropping babies or whatever. What was that guy in the video? <laughs> he was dropping
0: <laughs> everything. Um, and then you have, obviously, Game of the Year nominee. Dolphins, Cardinals, 201 that. You have the Steelers, Cowboys. That one also, tight game, which shouldn't have made any sense of why. But it was 24 19 the the steelers stay undefeated as the only undefeated team in the nfl cowboys keep on losing i think they have a top five pick as of right now for the draft people are saying for for them to waste it on trevor or on justin fields i think that's stupid i think they should pick up maybe a defensive player or something around those lines or maybe o-line maybe start doing you know rebuilding the o-line that's kind of a big thing for the Sunday night game, we had the Saints versus the Bucks. It was supposed to be Buccaneers all day for everyone, including Kika and his betting odds. But the Saints decided to play possum and fuck shit up, and they put up a thirty-eight to thirty-three score. The Saints have now swept the Bucks for the season. They're six and two. The Bucks are six and three. But the Super Bowl odds for the Bucks pretty much stayed the same. They think the Bucks are still gonna make it happen. And for one of the sloppier games, even though the score says it wasn't. Patriots, Jets, Monday Night Football. Cam Newton got the third win. They were gonna get a five game losing streak. And that would have been the first since 1995. But it didn't happen. And the Jets are 0 9 for the first time in franchise history. (coughs) Yeah, that was week nine in a nutshell.
3: But but the Jets covered the spread. (laughs) I think they were I think they I think they lost every spread this season, including uh versus the Chiefs that the spread was like twenty points.
0: Damn. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, just to finish off football for this uh podcast, uh, week ten looks like it's gonna be a decent uh decently like I guess the the matchups aren't the best. You know, the Monday night, like I mentioned, is the Bears and the Vikings. You have, for example, the Rams and the Seahawks. They have the three o'clock game. I'm assuming it's gonna be America's game of the week, so that one's a good one. And the Bills Cardinals, talking about them, I guess, pretty much highly throughout this episode, they play together, play against each other. So, that's one to watch. What
3: time is that game man? What's the Sunday night
0: game? What's the Sunday night? Yeah. Uh, It's going to be the Jets versus the, I'm kidding. It's uh, the Jets, where is it? Where's Monday night? Oh, the Monday is uh, Ravens Patriots. Uh,
3: Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry,
0: it's gonna be something. Um, but to start no, off Thursday well, night we watching. got the Colts Titans. What was that?
3: I'm not gonna be watching. Yeah, me either.
0: <laughs> well, I might watch it because I'm at work, but you know, it is what it is. <sighs> but yeah, Week Ten seems to be a drop off in action, I guess, as far as uh, good matchups are concerned. But Geeka, hopefully your uh, Bears team actually puts on a offensive clinic, which what might not happen.
3: It made me so sad, man.
0: <laughs> it's depression hour, man. With the Bears, how do you how do you go from five and one to fucking five and four?
3: Like it's it's like, you know, I've been comparing it to a toxic relationship on my podcast. It's uh,
0: listen to his podcast, folks. Come on.
3: Yeah, it's like, you know, she starts off so strong, like you know, or, or it was like, what did I say? It was um, like last season. It felt like I got cheated on. Like that's literally what last season felt like to me as a Bears fan. Because after 2018, they were so good, and then last season, it literally felt like like I was getting cheated on. So the, going into this season, it felt like, oh, she changed. Oh, she's down for me. Oh, she's five and one. Oh, she's uh, she blocked her ex on uh, social media. Uh, she uh, deleted her OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like it, it's. But you know, you knew she wasn't shit to begin with. And that's how I feel about the bears right now. That's a situation I'm in. That's a predicament I'm in, but I love her.
0: <laughs> You're like, but I digress. Um Yeah. No, yeah. Um, anything that we should keep an eye on throughout these next couple of days or the weekend, give them something to watch, man.
3: Something to watch on the weekend. Honestly, right now I'm like glued to this and shit. Like, None of these spreads look like they're going to cover and it makes me sad because I had some pretty good tips on that. Uh, never watch football on a Tuesday night unless it was the Bills and the Titans that one time. Um, but you said uh, the Thursday game, the Colts and the Titans, you, you brought it up earlier and we didn't talk about it. That That's a game that I think is really interesting. To so, uh, AFC South teams. Five and three, six and two. Yeah. I I like the Colts coming into the season. I felt like uh, starting the season that they were one of those teams that outside the quarterback and having like a true number one receiver, they were probably one of the better rosters in the league. So uh, it's always interesting. Like, but, you know, they've been and cold. So it's just always interesting to see the Colts and see what they're going to bring to the table.
0: Sam Darnold to the the Colts, man. Mm-hmm. i love that mm.
3: andrew luck to you gotta start the andrew luck back rumors we need him we gotta, him back, the, we gotta start the media narratives
0: <laughs> fuck yeah uh i don't know if anyone watched the ufc this past weekend it was pretty good uh i've been keeping up on ufc pretty good man i don't know Glover Teixeira, to Thiago santos Thi- santos was a favorite um and Glover Teixeira, as a young forty-one-year-old man, fucking choked him out. That was a good one. Uh, so, I mean, UFC two fifty-five, I think, is coming up with Davidson Figueroa and uh, I forget his name, Alex Reese or something like that, something like that. And that that one's gonna be good. Davis Figueroa, is gonna be a baller. He's a killer, yo. That guy choked out uh, Joe Benavides and he fucking knocked him out. And so, something to watch there. You got Chema was it was it uh, uh, Valentina Shevchenko. She's uh she's a Coleman main I don't know if it's this week. It might be this week or next week. I'm not sure. But UFC's picking up steam. They got they got some ballers. Stylebender and John. Yeah, Johnson. I actually
3: uh I don't watch any UFC. My brother's really into it, and then we have uh Ricky on the podcast a lot, and I have him talk about it. But I'm I'm not big into the UFC. I, the last fight I watched was uh what was the dude? that retired. Um,
0: Khabib Nurmagomedov.
3: No,
0: no, no, Cormier.
3: That was the last one I watched. Well,
0: goddamn. Yeah. Okay. I paid for
3: that. Yeah, it was a good. I did like, it. It was okay, but it wasn't worth what I paid for it. So I was like, I'm never doing this again.
0: Yeah. I, I watch <laughs> it. I watch it through a spot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't
3: um, Allegedly.
0: Allegedly, of course. I, I, you know, UFC, I you know I have the fight pass and everything. Uh, but, of course, this. I think this was pretty good pod. Uh, Kikef, uh, people didn't get to listen to Party Next Door Drake way back off the More Life uh playlist. But oh, what do you think they should listen to as a song suggestion?
3: Uh, "Sucks to Be You" by Saint John. I've heavy. That's uh, I think he just dropped it. He's got an album coming next week. I want to say who? Saint John.
0: Oh, Saint John. Yeah, he is dropping next week.
3: Next Friday, I want to say he's dropping his album. Uh, this is supposed to be the intro.
0: I think it's a fucking banger. I've had it on repeat. Let me put it on. I haven't, I haven't looked into Saint John the Man, but I know he, he's good, he...
3: man. I, I like his his style.
0: Let's see. Is it called "Sucks to Be You"?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Let me put that on there. Let me fix some stuff up. Give me a sec. Do 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 do. Now put Laura this bitch down. Got it close Fellas and women from all over the place. This is Saints John. Sucks to be you. Geek suggestion. Uh this album's gonna come out soon, right?
3: Yeah, I believe next Friday is coming out. Keep an eye out for that one.
4: And here it is. It sucks to me, ooh, cause I wouldn't love you. I'd watch the whole world burn to see you dance. Running through cartels and jumping through barbshells. I thought we would die, grown old, holding hands. It sucks to me, ooh, cause I wouldn't love you. I'd watch the whole world burn to see you dance. Jump over bobshells and running through cartels. Though we would die, grown old, holding hands. Story don't start all great I'm a guerrilla garnet eh? I'm just a street nigga Tryna make it to a million All the wrong ways I'm running all along plays They said I was born the wrong shade I should've made it five years ago My nigga, I was really born late Yeah, you Carry sticks in my clothes I Carry work in my shoes Below the poverty line. What you expect me to do Running through this night Until 21 she me me, just keep on going Just make sure when you get there, leave no real I said, you know who I am, kid from Brooklyn I was just would still believe it in hotels, it's okay sucks to me cause I wouldn't love you I'd watch the whole world and see you dance Running Cause I don't think confessions over there might go well And going back to the hood, DJ, I of course fell You either kill
0: or you're not St. John, Sucks to be you Coming up from his uh, new album that shit, that shit sounded good, man that shit sounded like a fucking vibe I ain't gonna lie sounded like an amazing intro to an amazing album That is, yes <laughs> Um and now for me man I wanna play I wanna play some trap but man, just I'm just I'm just still on the Griselda train man. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna go with uh Conway's new album. No, you know what? We're gonna go we're gonna go with Benny. Benny's new album. Uh the song is called War Paint. And this song is great. Uh this is the whole Griselda crew and Burden of Proof, I think is what it's called. So y'all enjoy this heat.
1: Ah, the butcher coming, nigga. You know, niggas be talking like this shit overnight. I spent about two thousand nights in the cell, so I'm like, which night y'all niggas talking about? Uh, congratulate me now. All this paper going change me how? fly, nigga. All these diamond chains just weigh me down. A broke nigga, not my lady's style. You quit work to fuck me. Count up and try this Mercedes round. No emotions. I match the pain with what we smoking. Raw made hustlers on my block. Stars like Billy Ocean. Dope money. If the alphabet boys knew what we grossing, I have a bedroom and Folsom, but I'm all short toasting. Besides rap, we guys you respect in this business. I left the dope game with stripes. Y'all left with opinions. We watched the money clean. The only thing left is forgiveness. But how could I can't shit fix the death of a sibling Loading up my straps again No folks to put the wall against my back again War pain on me like them Africans They wanna know my net worth They guessing as I'm stacking it Add a few more zeros or them numbers is inaccurate. accurate For hey, yo, million dollar deals at the cocaine spot, nigga At the cocaine spot, nigga I pray yeah. every day I'ma hit me right. an op nigga, right, I'ma hit me an op nigga, Hundred round jumps, so I like the shit don't stop nigga, So like the shit don't stop nigga, just for my niggas taking showers and flip flops yeah, like, nigga, Take showers uh, and flip flops nigga, I seen street niggas speaking blast for me, uh. like before rap I wasn't moving units out the trunk bitch I'm masterpiece, uh. left wrist rocking a masterpiece, Q. Weighing a half a key, niggas got some audacity <laughs> You niggas don't even equal the half of me I earned my spot with hard work, nothing was to me was But actually situations was bad for me Before this shit you see as a triumph was almost tragedy I swear. I'm at the Rock Nation party, smelling like chronic smoke whole uh-huh. said you that boy, I get acknowledged by the GOAT even shook the hand of fiance. That story brought tears to the eye of my fiance. But I don't know if it's because my shorty's such a fan. Or did she realize in that moment I'm the motherfucking man? I'm just rich sit my Richard on the dresser.
4: That was
0: uh, Benny, Conway, West Side Gun, War Paint. That song goes off, bro. I'll be honest. That shit slaps. Hit Boy produced all that album. It's a pretty good album. If y'all want to check it out, people calling it album of the year. You know, I gotta be biased. I like Conway more, so I think Conway's album is a little bit better. But I really like the
3: Reasons album. I, I did. Developed.
0: I did. It was a good album too. Uh, I heard it was on the show for like three years, something like that. I
3: think that might have been the last one. I don't know if this. Years or older, they were on the level that they were performing on in that album, you feel me? Like, uh, like Mariba someone who I feel like hasn't been around for that long. Like, I saw her open up, and she killed her her uh, hook on that one. Um, but, yeah, there's a song on there, Extinct, Isaiah Rashad, uh, Jid, and Reason are on there. That's one of my favorite. Those are three of my favorite rappers. So, to see that one come out, and then for them to deliver on it like they did, that shows that
0: yeah, uh J I D or is it J is it Jid or J I D? I call him J I D. It's either or it's either or. Okay. Like it's Jid, but I have heard J I D. Uh J I D is already he's doing his rollout for his album and he just dropped a song with Conway and that song goes off pretty good. Um uh, I think it's kinda like act one, something else. I honestly can't top of the head. But I heard it was pretty cool. Uh J uh, I D uh I heard him in the what was that uh what was that kind of like group project that they dropped with him in black and
3: um, uh... oh the spillage village
0: it was a good album we yeah, eh?
3: were actually um, I think all of them were roommates at one point I actually went to a show it was a, a Jid he did an after show at Lollapalooza and uh, it was at some venue it was Concord Music Hall it's actually one of my favorite venues out here but he brought out Earth Gang uh, like two songs in and then they just stayed on the stage and then he brought out Black um he said I was oh I got some surprises for you guys and then the the beat for uh, uh what's the song that he has problems? Problems. Yeah, I think that was the one. The, that shit the you know how the beat just goes like right away like straight bass.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was fucking slapped. Yeah.
3: That shit rang off in there. Uh <laughs> but yeah, like and then uh, the only one that they were missing was Mariba. But I basically saw that that whole like collaboration group that's village village uh and yeah they talked about how they used to be roommates in new york like and they were like broke sleeping on the floor and shit like that so i thought that was dope
0: i'm bad. well uh just to cut out this whole uh podcast hopefully i keep mentioning this every fucking week but man we're trying to work on this to get it on youtube we're trying to do it we're trying to do it and i think hopefully this one if we if we proof or uh, we uh fuck up proof this I think we'll put up this video on YouTube on our channel. Um, and the audio obviously could go on as well if y'all want to have it there. And obviously we'll have it on all the streaming sites. Uh, but Kika, just remind these people where to find you, you know, all the podcasts in the world, all the Instagram pages that you have. Tell them. Tell them to fucking follow you.
3: Uh, yeah, follow at Now or Never Pod on Instagram, follow at Beyond Skeptics on Instagram and Twitter. I think they got a Facebook page as well. I'm not really doing the social media for those, but uh, I am hosting it. I think it's uh it's, it's interesting. I'm not really into the paranormal stuff, but I'm trying nah, to work. Nah, tell
0: it them on it's a fucking know. vibe. It's a vibe.
3: It's, it is a vibe. Like I, I do enjoy doing it. Uh, no question about it. But it's uh it's something different that I just wanted to try doing. Uh, I'm usually one of those that kind of clowns on the paranormal stuff, like you know ghost adventures type of shit. You know, like. They throw something on the wall, pretend that something was making noise over there, make a big deal about it, and listen to one guy to go do everything. Um, but <laughs> what's it called? Uh, yeah, that's uh, on all platforms, all the links are in the files of those Instagram pages. Uh, and oh, yeah, my podcast has playlists as well. So if you go to my podcast, any of the episodes, there's like lists, uh, links down in the descriptions. Uh, those, those. Ring off, man. I love, I love adding to those playlists because it's, uh, I listen to them more than anyone. I feel like so, go check those out as well. I think those are dope.
0: Yeah, but yeah, guys. I mean, listen to his shit. Uh, obviously, I think we have similar, um, uh, I guess podcasts and ways. But with him, I mean, there's a little more in depth in the music. I mean, I want to do more in depth stuff for the music, but, uh, you know, some I don't know. I need to find some way to do that because obviously, you have, I have a fucking vinyl. And then vinyls And then have a vinyl wall here But Hey It is what it is uh, Sports is good Maybe Maybe we could I could do like a music uh, Episodes uh, And I'll Maybe I'll put that on YouTube or something I don't know I wanna record uh, You know pe- or I wanna interview people That'd be kinda cool To ask them about the music
3: Yeah that's why I wanna do like a I'm trying to start another podcast soon I'm actually gonna try to record One of those this weekend But I want it to be something Along the lines of that Like a pop culture type of thing where i'm not talking i'm not really talking about sports and it's not like you know ghosts which is something that doesn't interest me as much as uh, the rest of the people on the podcast that they're really passionate about it uh i just want to do something where i'm just kind of shooting the shit banter talk a little music stuff like that so keep on the lookout for that so for sure yeah
0: um uh... yeah i mean if anything i mean Maybe if I do uh, episodes for music, I'll I'll link up with you, have you on there. You know, we could talk about it. Cause I mean, we have similar tastes of music and shit. I mean, but you have more of uh infused music with the I guess you're like Illinois and all that area. I mean, there's a lot of good artists coming up, and and just just around that area, there's a lot of artists. Uh, we're talking about maybe what's close to Illinois. It's uh St. Louis, St. Louis all and all, all that. Yeah. Shout out to Sumino. I love Sumino. <laughs> but yeah. This was Nothing Less Podcast episode 18, I want to say. And if Kika uses this one, this is the Now or Never Podcast episode 27.
3: Uh we'll, this will be 25, but I don't think I'm gonna
0: use this one. We could just throw it keep on this there.
3: This one in the stash. Yeah, We'll keep that 25. one in the upper
0: yeah but (laughs) but if y'all enjoy it uh let us know uh like i said keep an eye on uh, for maybe this going up on youtube and you could see us in video uh but for sure we'll have this in audio and uh yeah enjoy y'all have a good one
3: yeah catch likes on my podcast at some point we'll we'll go bears